Hello and welcome to Multilingual Love, a podcast about multilingual couples hosted by me, Flo de Schlichting. Having grown up in a multilingual household before going on to study sociocultural linguistics at university, I've always been fascinated about how we use language to communicate with each other, and especially so when different languages are involved. Communication being a crucial factor in relationships, I started this podcast as a chance to speak to some multilingual couples to discover how language shapes the way they communicate. For the first episode of this season, I will be chatting to Adrian and Tayana, who told me what it's like to meet, communicate and joke together in a language that's not their own. So let's jump straight in. Hey, I'm Adrian. I'm French and I speak English and Portuguese. So yeah, that's it. Hey, I'm Tayana. You can call me Tay. I'm Brazilian, but I speak English and French as well. Well, I don't really speak French. <laughs> I can communicate. <laughs> So you're obviously a multilingual couple who have different mother tongues and you communicate together in English. How does it feel to communicate together in English? So it actually feels more natural, I think, than if you are communicating in, uh, in our own language because we just the first time we talked to each other, we, we spoke in English. So it's just like if you are starting to change language when speaking to your mom, you know, you, you can't do it. It just feels so weird. Yeah, we just, we build our relationship in English. So it's just, this relationship works in English. It, we can't change. And you both had to speak English together because there was no other way of communicating. So how has it evolved from the start? And where are you both now in terms of the other person's language? And in terms of your own language, you communicate together. So when we met... Um, I was here for just one month in, in the UK and, and you were here for like three months. So we were both quite beginners in speaking English. So it was funny at the beginning. There was some misunderstandings because yeah. we were both getting used to speaking in English every day. But it really wasn't that bad. And we just went through it, I guess. Um, and back then I wasn't speaking any French and he wasn't speaking any Portuguese. But... Uh, with time, as the relationship went on, we ended up learning each other's language. So now I speak a bit of French and he's fluent in Portuguese, but still we can't, we just can't change. And yeah. you're obviously fluent in Portuguese because you've spent quite a lot of time in Brazil. Do you yeah. want to talk about that experience and how that came about? Diana left uh, London, so I went there and yeah, obviously when you arrive in the country, you have to learn the language as a way. Otherwise, it's just, you just can't integrate, talk to anyone. So yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's just from the point when you start being able to speak that you can really like have a life in the, in the place you live in. You would never learn a different language if you don't really have like a reason to do it. I think, um, when you have this motivation, obviously when you met someone and it, everything becomes interesting, you know, you become interested by any, every aspect of the language. So yeah, it was awesome to, um, to start like learning it because you want to know the culture, you want to know the jokes, you want to know everything about the person. And it has to go through learning the, the language. I mean, when I arrived the first time at her, at her parents' place, obviously they didn't speak any word of English. So, um, 
I, I had to kind of communicate in a way, like, because it was always super awkward. And Diana was working as well. So I had to stay home, uh, <laughs> with, the with, with her dad. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, How did you, did you so sign language? It was super awkward. Yeah. And, um, so basically the solution we found is that, um, her dad was like, uh, using Google Translate. So he had the laptop <laughs> in the living room and he was just typing the things in Portuguese and it was, uh, displayed in, in, in French or in English. So we were using that for, for some time. And, uh, I, I did, I think we did that for quite a long time because I stayed, um, I stayed uh, like three weeks. Yeah, two or three maybe weeks. Maybe now, yeah. Because we travel like, as well, so maybe two weeks. Maybe, yeah, two weeks. Oh, and until you move to your own place, uh, Pretty much, yeah. And I guess it's a very stressful experience for you, Adrian, to go through that and having to not only integrate a new culture, but also to just try and be understood. And how did it feel for you, Ty? Adrian came and visited, but then after some point you decided to actually move there and stay for quite a while. For you, you have your whole life there set up. And then obviously he comes for you. I mean, I can imagine that must be such a sense of responsibility. Yeah, definitely. Um, thinking back now, it feels like, yeah, so much pressure. <laughs> but I mean, I'm the whole reason why you came. But in a way, because we had this mindset that eventually we're going to come back to the UK, it wasn't that much pressure. It was like, we have this time that we need to be in Brazil, probably two, three years, we're not sure how long. Can you just quickly explain why you had to be there for that time? Yeah, so um, when I had to come back uh, from London to Brazil, it was because of uh, medical school. So when I was in London, I was uh, doing a break from medical school to do a master's. So I came back to Brazil to finish uh, medical school, basically. And that was two more years, potentially a couple more after. So Quite a long time. Quite a long time, yeah. Because during the first two years we were together doing the long distance relationship, he came to Brazil a couple of times. Right. He met my parents, he met a couple of friends. It wasn't all of a sudden exactly. It was a yeah. decision taken. Step uh, by step. Yeah. Step by step, yeah. You go from one, you move continent, so it has to be... Uh, you have to be sure <laughs> you have to be what sure, you're getting uh, into. I think yeah. he had, a, he had a, a long time to think about things and like be sure of the, of the move. Yeah, yeah for sure. and to learn Portuguese as well along the way. I think when you learn another language that's not English, you don't really realize that it's actually much harder because English, your whole life does English around you. Like, but actually, when you learn another language, it does. I mean, you never saw anything in Portuguese your entire life before. So, and there's absolutely no reason for you to actually like read or hear any Portuguese, you realize how how dif different it is. You arrive in a country and then you, if you don't speak properly, like you just can't meet anyone, can make any friends because people usually don't necessarily all speak English as well. So they're not going to like spend time with you if you if you can't communicate, do jokes with them. I mean, you, you really have to, it was a lot of struggle, like month, uh, maybe six months, one year of struggle of like um, wondering what I was doing there and uh, trying to speak with people they couldn't understand what I was saying and spending like entire nights at the bar, like just listening people speaking and without interacting with anyone, just listening because I couldn't understand or like, like the, when, you know, when sometimes there's a conversation going on and you want to do a joke, um, but 
the time that you do the joke, they change topic, you know, yeah. that feeling. And you're like, oh, shit, I, I could have said my you're joke, like, but actually, so funny, it's too late. But it's too late. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like this constant feeling, like, literally all the time. Like, for, like, six months, you just have this feeling every time uh, when you go out with people. It's so frustrating. Sometimes you're like, oh, my God. So how did that make you feel? That Adrien was having quite a hard time? Or were you just like, okay, he needs to get on with it? Um, I think I felt that for, for a while. I... At some point, I told him, look, if you're not happy, if this is not working, you can go back to London. It's fine. We we can make it work. I'm going to go back at some point. You can just go back before. But I was really trying to do what I could, like integrate him with the people I knew and trying to introduce him to some people that were working in the same area as him, integrating him with my family. I mean, everybody loved him. Everybody was interested in him because he's this guy that's French and mm. from London. <laughs> he does like weird sign language. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they wanted to know him and to meet him, but yeah. it, was just, it was just too complicated at the beginning. Yeah. And what changed? Sometimes you, it just clicks and you, when you start being able to do a drug, I think that's, that's the time where, okay, that's, I, I, my, my life can start again. <laughs> I can, I can do drugs. It is for me, when you're able to do a drug, it's when you can actually speak and you're fluent, I think. Um, because that's, that's so important. Like you just can't have a conversation with someone and not being able to, uh, to hear people speaking, uh, the language every day. I think, uh, it's from the time I went to a co-working and I started to hear people speaking Portuguese all day long. Even in the background, not necessarily talking to you directly, but just hearing people having conversation around you all day long. And the progression is ridiculous. Yeah, you're really immersed in that language, yeah. basically, aren't you? So yeah, if I had to do it all over again, the first thing I would do is to find a, an environment where I could hear people speaking Portuguese all day long. Like For me, it's like the most important. But do you think that because you two communicate in a language that's not your own you actually express yourself clearer than you would if you were both to speak in your own language because you're so aware that the other person might not understand you I think at the beginning I would say that yes I feel like we would be maybe more careful when we were speaking to each other and trying to explain things but as the relationship evolved, I feel like we just kind of created our own language. I feel like we don't speak French, Portuguese or English. We speak our own kind of English that works between us. And now we can kind of communicate really well with our broken English, <laughs> cute English, whatever. I um, like cute English. <laughs> I think it's probably easier at the beginning, yeah, because you just go straight to the point when you speak a language that's not your native language you don't spend too long thinking about the words you just say it because you just have one way of saying things you don't have five different ways as your mother tongue if i was speaking in french for example tayana i just go straight to the point i say the things and and you hope that the other person is going to understand yeah that's it <laughs> and uh, and it's direct so yeah it's very simpler in a way for this you don't have too many options you just you, you just say the thing straight away. I guess that's probably uh, actually an advantage compared to a normal relationship. I mean, people speaking the same language because it's you don't have this complication of uh, having to give so much care about the words you're using. You kind of eliminate all all, all of this. I, I definitely see myself speaking in French to someone else and 
giving a lot of importance of the words they are using. You know, like uh, when, even when you make a friendship and all, like the words people are using yeah, is actually really important. I mean, at least if you don't have like a good level as we had when we met, or maybe you you put importance in different things than, than that, which is probably a good thing. I think if you both speak the same language really well, you must assume quite a lot of things you must assume that the other person's probably intonated that word that way. So that was very clear that that was a joke. But was it? Maybe not. How is it that clear, you know? And whereas I've noticed in these sort of relationships where people are very aware of the other person, maybe not understanding, they're like, oh, haha, no, that was a joke. Like always like for just in that particular example, really emphasizing the fact that that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I guess that's also quite a cultural thing. Yeah, and but Diana has a, has a story about this, I think, right? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, then, Is actually. that bad shit yeah. story? Okay. Yeah, okay, I have a story. Um, <laughs> it was at the beginning of the relationship. We were, I don't know, at his place. And he said something about changing the bedsheets or whatever. I thought, oh, I'm going to change the bedsheets. And I actually never heard the word bedsheet before because I was in London for a couple of months. And I was, <laughs> I thought he was meaning bad shit, like the things of the bed instead of an actual word. <laughs> and it took me ages. That's like, so funny because as you were telling the story, I thought you, you, I was like, oh, I know where this is going. She was thinking it was bad shit as uh, in like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh, I have three different understandings. I was of this just story. like, oh, that's a way then of saying like the things, the things of the bed, the bed shit. Yeah, oh, fine, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna use that now, <laughs> whatever. And then it took me a couple of months to realize when I actually read it somewhere, and then I was like, oh, bed shit. There's actually a word. <laughs> yeah, and it, obviously with my French accent, I still don't know how you pronounce it. But this probably happened like a hundred times, uh, but that's the one I remember the most. Uh, I yeah, think. <laughs> I mean, we, we have qu quite a few stories of uh, just words that we pronounce badly. Because as we learned, kind of learned English together as well. And I don't know, like for me for a while, because we lived one year here together and then I moved to Brazil. And while you were doing long distance, uh, he was the only person I was speaking English on a daily basis. Otherwise, I was just speaking Portuguese. So I kind of maintained my English through him. Right, and then yeah. a lot of my vocabulary was biased because he's a French guy living. He picked up the... his mistakes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I picked up a, I picked up a lot of his accent uh, during the relationship, which is something I tend to do in general. If I, uh, yeah, if I'm it makes sense when you spend someone. a lot of time yeah. with a person, but words as well. <laughs> a classic one is a uh, pigeon, <laughs> right? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I was at the co working in Brazil one day and there was a pigeon. I don't know, I was talking with co workers and I said, Oh, yeah, um, like the pigeons, right? <laughs> and um, in English, I was saying, and uh, the guy said, Pigeons, what? Like, it's we don't say pigeons, it's pigeon. And I was like, really? I mean, I was so sure of myself. I was always saying pigeon. I was saying pigeon because it was a word <laughs> I learned through him. Yeah. So I spent years saying pigeon because of you. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing as well. Like, uh, I feel like in, in UK, people are so nice. So they don't necessarily like they don't, correct uh, you. Correcting at, you. Yeah, exactly. they are. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's French. It's fine. Like, 
you said like your supermarket bills look like really uh, fancy. That's true, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, when we actually like write down the list of things we want to buy, um, how do you call, how do you call the list? Supermarket, uh, supermarket uh, list or whatever. We end up like often with like a list of like three different languages on it. So that that, that does like kind of weird mixes. Do you uh, ever find any ingredients in the supermarket? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah, so. weird, yeah. So this one is uh, carrot, peppers, which is fine. But then there's we always say courgette and aubergine, and then there is pepino, which is cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> in, in Portuguese, there's a lot of words here yeah, that actually, even me, that I, I know how to say it in Portuguese, but I don't know how to say it in English. Or just I remember it faster in in Portuguese than uh, than in English. If you take it and you ask someone to buy the stuff for us, you would be probably in trouble to <laughs> to, <laughs> to find anything. To to find We're just too this? used to kind of change back and forth between the languages. It's just. It's just so so yeah, natural. Which is, yeah, which is terribly wrong, actually. Is yeah. it? I don't know. Because, <sighs> like, it's just... It's annoying for other people when there's other people around. It's actually a bit of a... A taboo, kind yeah, of? A yeah, controvers controversy in the family to... Yeah. To speak to each other in, in English, they like they are always asking, but why do you why do you speak English to each other? Like, uh, when I when we when we go in France uh, to see my family. Uh, they always say, um, why do you speak to her in English? If we are speaking in French uh, with her, she would be fluent in French now. And they are like really kind of like bitter about it. Like Sounds uh, like a very French thing to say. Uh, <laughs> French are so proud about their language. <laughs> yeah. You are lucky enough to be able to speak French. Yeah, well, why I would don't... you not speak it all the time? I mean, I yeah. do speak, but I noticed the last time I've been there that they were quite disappointed. They were expecting me to be like completely fluent. Now it's been so long, but I'm just like at the same level as I was last time. Or maybe worse. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. You're... In a family in France, everybody speaks French, and suddenly from nowhere, you start speaking English, even though there's no one coming from an English-speaking country. It's kind of odd, but... I mean, we try when we are with the families, obviously, in Brazil and in France, to speak the languages from the country, it just in, in terms of respect as well. But it just, sometimes it slips, and then you're like, oh, I forgot a word. And then you instantly come back to English and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And then you try to come back to... That makes sense. Speak. I mean, we really try. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think everybody feels like there is this kind of thing with the personality that you have a per kind of personality in your language and then you change it in the other the language. And, and it is true in a way, but not really when you go deep, because obviously then I would be, I would have a relationship with someone and it wouldn't be my real personality, which is quite scary. Looking back, I feel like there was not much pressure. You were just like, let's see if this works. It's a bit crazy. <laughs> Never thought of having a, a relationship with a French guy speaking in English. Weird, yeah. but well, let's do it. <laughs> Why yeah. not? <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, the difference in culture as well just makes that you um exactly, you're, yeah. you're, you're you're more ready to accept things that you don't expect. Uh, from the person, if I met like a, a French girl, for example, I would expect her to do things in a certain way, speak in another certain way, because I would define if she fits for me because of the way 
of the her culture, of the way she speaks, of the way she acts. I guess you can associate that person with a type of person if it's yeah. your own culture, or if, is it, if it's not your own culture. Yeah. You can't really put them that in much a in a box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The fact that the person is doing things in a different way than you, and uh, it becomes something at, maybe attractive as well. Like, oh, well, it's weird of doing this this way. Like, why? And it becomes like uh, more interesting. If it was a French girl, for example, I would be like... Oh, what is she doing? Like, when I was going at her place, for example, there was always like the, it was always super warm in her bedroom. There was always like the heaters f- like, like I guess full that's on. how they do it in Brazil. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> but she was literally trying to replicate the the climate in her bedroom. You know, that's so warm with the windows open. I was like, what What are you doing? Like <laughs> I had the heater on with the windows open. What am I doing? Wait, are you not doing that anymore? No, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> That's too much. If it was like uh, f- someone from London or from France, I would be like, what What are you doing? I would have probably been uh, judgmental about it, but as as she wasn't from here, and like literally, it's it's ridiculous to say that, but you, there's no central heating uh, in, in, in Brazil. No, there isn't. It, there isn't, like nobody has that. Um, so I was like, oh, well, I mean, it makes, I mean, she, she's <laughs> she just enjoying it. She doesn't know how it works. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a side of you that the other person cannot discover? I feel like me, as I saw, I mean, I spent a lot of time uh, in Brazil and Tayana was like speaking kind of like naturally with her friends and in Portuguese. I feel like I know her exactly how she is naturally if I wasn't there, for example, because I can understand uh, now the Portuguese that she's using. And maybe it's not the same for you. I don't know, because you didn't, you were not in that many occasions, like uh, listening to me speaking French with my, with my friends or. Yeah. Sorry. I think you're right. Yeah. Throughout the, the relationship, maybe if we compare us to like a couple of two English people or two French people, I think we took longer to get to a point where we I, we feel like we know each other well than other people would have been. But because we are together for so long now, it's been almost seven years, I feel like there's not much left for me to know from you, but this mm. point is a good one because you saw me around my family and uh, high school friends and friends that know me since I was born. You know all my friends, all my family, um, yeah. and you saw me speaking Portuguese for years back in Brazil. Then you probably know me slightly <laughs> more than I know you in terms of the language. Yeah, um, I can speak French now, and when I go to France, I speak with his parents, and I see his grandma and things, but I feel like it's still missing something Yeah, uh, in terms of your origins. <laughs> and I guess that would only, I I could only get that by maybe leaving France with you and yeah. actually like getting to see you in France and how do you act all the time, like around your family, around your friends from there or, yeah. We don't really speak French yeah. much here anyway, so. Yeah. You better not know. <laughs> how I, how I <laughs> maybe yeah. that's why we're still together. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's better like that. Do you think, is it like humor, you think, is the undiscoverable, like, side of you? Because just being French myself, like, French humor is also quite specific. Mm-hmm. Like, any humor, any humor is specific, but... Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, it's attached to the culture. It's attached to culture. So many things. Yeah, it's really. Could you like pinpoint one thing like that that you're like, ah, oh, that she can probably not see from me? It's often about around like um, I don't know, for example, like French movies, like French comedy and stuff like that. Uh, where for me it, it speaks a lot, and I'm like, oh, she's gonna think this is so funny because it's it's hilarious. I don't know, like. Like you know, like French movies. Uh, I'm not like gonna OS, say anything OSS because 117. yeah, this stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think anyone listening is gonna know that. But like, oh yeah, Les Visiteurs. You know, this uh, kind like of classic like, French comedy. OSS, yeah. yeah, this kind of uh, of jokes. When we we actually started to watch OSS, maybe once, like we watched like 30 minutes of it, and I was I had to pause the movie and try to translate some jokes, and yeah. she was like. I don't it's understand why it's funny. <laughs> I think it's impossible to translate humor. It just doesn't work. There's so much more to it than than just words. Yeah, that's it. So I tried, but <laughs> I, I, I'm going to try. I need to try again. It didn't really work so far. So it's annoying. Like I can't really watch any French movies <laughs> anymore. But honestly, I can't think of anything else. Like, I don't know. There may, maybe it's the comedy that's missing. I don't know. I've got like... a very hypothetical question and you don't have to answer that if you're not comfortable answering it but have you ever thought in a very far or close future what you would speak to your child uh well i don't know if i want to have child um, <laughs> but we talked about but it already. we did talk about it yeah and i would definitely want to speak portuguese and i mean i've read uh things before like about couples that were speaking different languages and that they could like, for example, Adri could speak French and I could speak Portuguese. And then you could kind of like stick to that language. Yeah. Like, with me, you only speak Portuguese. With him, and you only speak that French. That would work so well with you because you both understand each other's language. Yeah. I guess the problem would be if one of you wouldn't understand the other person's language. I mean, I guess it could get complicated if you're in England <laughs> as yeah, well. That's but like, trilingual. Yeah, trilingual. Uh, um, I'm sorry for that child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they ever exist. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. It's been so nice to chat to you. Thank well, you for having us. Thank you for having us. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you. It was such a nice conversation. And I'm very fascinated by your own language that you have created, whatever it's called. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks. Thanks for listening to Multilingual Love. Make sure to subscribe as we'll be releasing new episodes every week. To find out more or get in touch, please look us up at Multilingual Love Podcast. This show was hosted and produced by me, Flo de Schlichting. It was co-produced and edited by me, Willem Olenski. With music by Will Bloomfield and Willem Olenski. Special thanks to Joe Valunas and Piers Olenski. See you next time.